Welcome to the Arkansas Beer Cast with Mike and Big Ray from Craft Beer Bucket List. In this episode, we'll be visiting an Arkansas brewery you have to try before you die. Here we go again, Big Ray and Mike with another episode of the Arkansas Beercast. I am one half of your host, Big Ray. On the other side, we have Mike. Mike, What's how's up? it going, buddy? It's going well. How are you? Dude, uh, hey, awesome. Listen. listen to this. You ready? Yeah. You know what I just opened? Tell me. A flyaway beer. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm going to be sipping on, and we'll talk about this a little bit is Honeybird. Uh, okay. but anyway, carry on. I opened a Honeybird cause I wanted to have a flyaway beer while we talk about flyaway brewing. Well, that makes sense. So guess what I'm doing, Mike? What are you doing? Oh, something very similar. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> so I don't think there's any harm in having a beer. You know, while we're recording a beer podcast, Mike. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, what I'm not an advocate of is drinking and driving. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're drinking a frosty beverage, I hope you're doing so responsibly. And uh, where this is obviously, you know, tied to travel, please make sure that you're uh, driving and drinking separately and responsibly. But we're not here to talk about that, Mike. We're here to talk about Flyway Brewing. And uh, you know what? I'm excited for this episode. It's a fantastic operation it's in a cool place uh no doubt so in north little rock right 314 maple street zip code is 72114 type that into your gps get on it easy to get to off of i-40 right right and, uh, get down there check this spot out man it's it's just on the north side of the river. So like downtown Little Rock is where it's at. And if you cross over the Arkansas River just north of that, there's another and, and I, I kind of think of downtown Little Rock as a bigger space. But the people that live in Little Rock, it's definitely separate. It's North Little Rock. They call it the Argenta neighborhood, right? I believe so, yeah. Argenta. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's right over there. It's and it's close to a couple other breweries. I think, you know, Diamond's Bear. We're gonna visit Diamond Bear later in the, the Arkansas beer cast. The right. Diamond Bears right over there too. Yeah, very close. Yeah, and uh, so, dude, I, I I fully encourage everyone to check out you know Flyway, but there's a lot of other spots uh, within walking distance, within less than five minutes. Um, right. You and I have parked over here before um, in a parking lot adjacent to the brewery, and if if you park there, pay attention because it's paid parking. It is not free parking. Don't ask me how I know about that, but I know about it. <laughs> um, so I encourage you folks when you come check it out, make sure that you're paying attention to where you park. And uh, there's a lot of cool stuff to walk around and see in the Argenta Outdoor Dining District. Um, so, but before we drone on and on, Mike, I want to cut to Ren, a uh, super cool yeah. individual. And bless her heart, she wears a lot of hats. She's busy. Uh, but let's hear uh let's hear Ren talk a little bit about what she does and then we can dive into some other stuff. My name is Ren Scott. I am the social media manager, front of house supervisor, and a bartender here at Flyway Brewing Company. Okay, so 
you know what I like about it is what I liked about Flyway is when you when you drive by like you're in that area, you can see it and it's it's just it looks like it's a cool spot because everybody's just kind of hanging out. Uh, tell us about the outside of the building, I guess. So one thing I like about it, it's on a corner, and uh, when when you're walking up to the front of the building, you know it's a brewery, and when you're walking up to the front to your left, there's this huge like. I don't know how to describe it. It's not like an alleyway because it's open, but there's like a, they call it tent city and there's oh, yeah. all of these pop-up tents that are out there. And I didn't count them. I'm going to guess there's at least 20 of them. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's a seating space underneath each one of those to, to get you out of the sun or the weather, whatever it is. You can sit down, enjoy a frosty beer, um, have some food or whatever. They have cornhole set up and it's just this open family friendly environment where you can just come hang out, uh, and again, drink some beer, enjoy some food, and uh, just have a good time with your friends or family. Or even if you're traveling by yourself, it's still comfortable for just to, to walk up and sit down and start a conversation with a stranger, you know? It's just, uh, it fosters that kind of activity, and I love that. No, You know, and uh, the first time I visited, um, somebody was telling me that they started that during COVID, and then everybody enjoyed it so much like the, the outdoor areas and the, the, you know, it was just so much fun. And that sense of uh, being with other folks, they just, it kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on, keep on keeping on with it, I guess. Right. Trying to do my <laughs> Joe Deer tape impression, I guess. Um, but I know we, we've also got Ren talking a little bit about the tap room itself, right? Yes. Yeah, we have our tap room inside, seats about 80 people comfortably. It's all first come, first serve, as well as our outside area, Tent City, that came about as of a COVID, uh, you know, outcome. And we can see, like, man, 150 people out there, it feels like. <laughs> so there's indoor and outdoor. Um, we have Vago, and sometimes we have some cool events that we do outside as well. Oh, dude. If that should make you want to go check it out, right? If not for Ten City, just knowing about the tap room. And before we get too much further here, uh, let's talk about how folks can find the brewery online. Mike, oh yeah, can you yeah. Talk about that, or do you want me to take it? Well, so you can go to flywaybrewing.com, right? And then they've got Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And um, so on Twitter and Instagram, it's just at Flyway Brewing. Um, you know, it's fine. You can type in Flyway Brewing, you'll find it. And Facebook, I think it's Flyway Brewing Company. But, you know, again, any of those, you can type in Flyway Brewing. It'll come right up. Um, I follow them on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook, all of them, right? Because sure. that's what I do. I, check, I make sure I'm up to date on all the, the happenings of Arkansas breweries. Uh, and that's that's one way to do it and, you know, get to see what's going on with them. Uh, but, no, Flyway Brewing also has, like, information about their beers, uh, their, their food menu. I know you're going to talk a little bit about that here in a minute, but... You just get all the other information. Really, I keep, kind of watch Facebook for their events and Instagram just to see the cool pictures of beer. Oh, right. You got to do that. But yeah. I encourage nowadays, social media is absolutely the way to go. They've totally got a fantastic presence on the social medias. And and, and just to, to caveat, you know, into hours of operation with this, because always look online before you show up because hours can change. But one thing I like about Flyways, they're open seven days a week. Right. Right. So uh, check it out. You know, Monday, you know, through Thursday, they open at three and they're open till nine. Uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, they open at 11 a.m. So open a little early for folks on the weekends and they stay open later. 
uh, until 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday and their normal closing time again at 9 p.m. on Sunday. But again, things change. There's special events. Things can come up. I encourage everybody to take a look at their social medias uh, before you make your final plans, just so you know for sure what's going on and when to be there. Right. And and, and we got, we, why don't we go ahead and play the clip of, because uh, we got Ren telling us about some of that stuff too, right? Absolutely. Let's cut to that right now. We have www.flywaybrewing.com and we are Flyway Brewing on Instagram, Facebook, Google, Twitter, all that good stuff. And here's Ren again. She's going to tell us about the hours of operation. Don't take it from me. Take it from Ren. We are open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday. It's 3 p.m. till 9 p.m. Friday and Saturday is 11 a.m. till 10 p.m. And Sunday is 11 a.m. till 9 p.m. So, you know, you're going to be there. You're going to be on site. You're going to try some beers. Well, that's what Ray and I did. And mm-hmm. so we, we tried four different beers. Um, Ren, Ren hooked us up with the Honeybird, the Blue Wing, the Early Bird, and the Low Flock. And so I know later we'll talk about what our favorite beer is, but I thought this was a pretty good flight of beers. Um, you, you enjoy it. I, I know we both enjoyed it because we both like, you know, finished them pretty quickly. But so first let's, let's do this. Let's ask Ren about Honeybird and then we'll come back and chat about it for a second. Yes, this is the Honeybird Blonde Ale. It is our year round blonde. Uh, we do package this for a distribution so you can find six packs, 12 packs, and it's in our variety pack. Uh, on draft here, it comes in at just 4.9%. So super nice, easy drinker for the daytime, summer, patio, cookout boat, all that. Um, it's made with uh, honey malt as well as Arkansas honey. Um, it doesn't have a super prominent honey uh, sweetness, just a little bit on the end, but otherwise really approachable, um, nice light beer, uh, like a little glass of sunshine. Okay. So Honeybird, it's, it's, you know, it's a blonde ale. They use Arkansas honey in it. I, man, this, this was such an easy drinker for me and I like the finish on it. I just think this was an easy beer to drink. And when, um, I think this is a beer that you had at my house one point. Um, you know, I'd, I'd gotten some local beer and we had it at one of the, one of the times you were hanging out for the weekend or whatnot. Like it's a beer that can go for several occasions. I just like how easy it is to drink for a wide variety of folks. No, I agree. It is. It's got a fantastic crisp finish, right? And it's going to speak to a lot of people. It's just one of those beers, whether you're fresh into the craft brew scene or you're a veteran, uh, it's going to speak to a lot of folks' taste bros. I mean, that's just how I feel about this one. It's a solid go-to. Comes in at 4.9% ABV. Easy to drink. Super enjoyable. Absolutely crushable. And highly recommended from us anyway. Okay, so next let's let's hear from Ren about bluing real quick. Yeah, this is the Blue Wing Berry Wheat, probably what most people out there know us for, our most popular uh, bestseller. Also available in six packs and a 12 pack, as well as in that variety pack. And also comes in at 4.9, a really, really nice uh, summer beer. Blueberry on the nose is pretty strong. And then, really beautiful little purple tint to it uh you can taste all that blueberry muffin kind of lots of people say blueberry muffin when they drink this yep yep and you'll notice the color of this beer change that's because we use fresh fruit 
So different ripenesses, different times of the year, you'll get um, them hanging in suspension a little bit longer, or when they're less ripe, they kind of drop to the bottom, and then that color doesn't come through as much. So it's a good way to recognize that we use uh, those fresh ingredients, and uh, definitely is one of the great things about this beer. Okay, so so Blue Wing is a berry wheat beer. It's at 4.9%. It's, it's an American wheat with blueberries that they add after the fermentation. Um, man, so this is, this was the first flyway brew flyway brewing beer I ever had. When I first moved to Arkansas, I had it on draft at a local barbecue spot. Right. Oh, right. And it, it, it just tasted it, it, the blueberries are there. They're not overpowering, but they're definitely present. And you know, it's, it's, it goes well with the wheat beer. What, what were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, no, it's uh, one thing I like about this beer. It, you, you think blueberries, you think you're going to get like this crazy blue or dark, you know, color with it. And that's not the case with this beer at all. Um, it still has a, a nice clean look to it. And it's not my, my rods and cones didn't see this, but I didn't see any blue at all in this beer. Mike, did you? I mean, it's got a, like a, a little tinge to it. Um, and I don't know if I would say it's blue or, you know, it's definitely a little bit, it's got a little bit of a, a darker hue than what a traditional wheat beer would be, I would think. Um, and I don't know if it's like a bluish or, you know, something. But you're right. It, it's pretty, it's pretty darn clean looking. It's a, a very good looking beer in the class. Because um, when, you know, when we had our, our flight taster glasses, you know, we were checking it out and it, it just looked good. And that's part of it, right? The, the presentation. It just looks look so good. good sitting in the glass. It's, you know, um, and, and as we brought it up to our nose and we smelled it, you can smell the little bloody blueberry going on. I mean, this is, this isn't a total experience beer. So okay. no, I really liked it. It was, it was good. It was, um, like I said, it was my first, uh, beer from them and it was a, it was a good first beer impression. Um, so the next beer we had on our flight was the early bird IPA. Um, well, here's, here's Ren talking about that for a second. The Early Bird IPA is our year-round Centennial Hops IPA. You're going to get that traditional West Coast style, a little bit of pininess and some caramelization. Uh, really well balanced with a nice multi finish. This is also available in cans, uh, just a six-pack and the mixed pack. We don't have an individual 12-pack for this beer yet, but um, comes in at 6.3 on draft. Really nice and refreshing uh, for those traditional IPA drinkers that aren't looking to get into that funky stuff, you know? Okay, so the early bird, it's 6.3. Um, it's almost, I think it's 69 or 70 IBU. Um, so th this one's an IPA, and I know, you know, you like the IPAs, right? I'm um, an IPA guy. So what do you think of this beer? So I enjoy it. Uh, it's one of those beers. I think they, they keep it simple and true to the style. And this is yeah. one of the first beers they began to brew. So they've, you know, perfected it over time. Now, but you're absolutely right. It's 69 IBU. So it's not super hoppy. It's not super bitter, but it's bitter enough. A lot of your hop heads are going to like it. Um, they use Centennial hops. Very, very, you know, popular, common hop. Uh, to use in the IPAs, it's balanced well with the multi backbone, and it's made you know for a, a lot of folks. You know, again, your IPA guys and some folks that are dabbling, trying it for the first time. It's not so punchy or so hoppy that's going to turn folks off, in my opinion. 
So early bird IPA, fantastic beer. Love, love to drink these. So, and so we'll follow it up. I mean, this is another beer kind of down your alley. The low flock is a East coast IPA. Uh, let's hear what Ren has to say about this one real quick. Low Flock is our hazy, juicy IPA option. You know, that's become a really big style, very prominent in the uh, beer industry right now. So it's kind of our featured focus of the moment. When we have it on, people are real happy. It's got those really dank hops up front. It smells and it tastes just like all the most, you know, rough kush. Uh, it's a really, really nice hazy color, really pale yellow. Um, and it's so good when you're sitting outside just warming up your insides and you're warm outside in the in the sun this will really give you a good sunday and a bad monday all right so the low flock it's six percent abv it's a, it's a juicy ipa uh east coast ipa um i i like this was probably the the one that surprised me a little bit um you know i got i had a lot of like pineapple flavors coming out for me um, it's hoppy, but not too bitter for me. Um, I liked it a lot more like, and, and generally these beers are just okay for me, right? Like it's not a, it's not a beer style that I gravitate toward like a lot of folks do, but this yeah. one I really enjoyed. I, I like the pineapple flavor I got out of it and, uh, it wasn't too bitter and I don't know what the I don't know what the IBUs are on it, but I think it's about 6% ABV and it just tasted good. Um, and yeah. the color and the body, the body in the mouthfeel was really well done. You know, it's not too heavy. Um, and it just looked good. Um, so you're the, you're the IPA guy. What'd you think? Right. So the one with this one, it starts about how it looks in the glass, right? To me, this one kind of looks like pineapple juice, which makes yeah. sense. You know, kind of to me, looks a little more like a hazy IPA than a traditional IPA for sure. Um, it's got a lot of the, the citrusy stuff in it and absolutely has some Mandarin orange, you know, some light mango, apricot and, Pineapple, right? Yeah. Uh, so put all those things together, and you're really gonna, you know, to to punch up the citrusy notes that we expect from an IPA, but it's really gonna help dial down those bitters, um, and just make it a more crushable beer, right? Very enjoyable experience. Yeah, and you you know, overall, this was a really, it was just a really good flight. You know, it showcased uh, a couple of ones I think are their better sellers as far as volume goes with the honeybird and the blue wing um that you know and and then had you know came in with what, what's popular right the ipas the early bird and the low flock um i'll tell you another bit it wasn't on our flight but i had before it's the peregrine pale ale i thought was pretty good and then i've also had their um lord god and i'll talk a little bit about that here in a little bit but um i think a lot of people would also like the the peregrine pale ale as well um let's take a short commercial break and then when we come back, we'll talk about like the history of Flyway um, and we'll talk about how people can get the beer. Ray, you and I both love to travel. Something I love to do is visit national parks uh, and state parks, right? Sure, sure. What's your, uh, what's one of your favorite parks? So my favorite park is Yellowstone. I yeah. absolutely love it. It's pretty iconic place. park. Yeah. Very iconic. What's your favorite national park, Mike? I, I got to say it's probably the Grand Canyon. Uh, it's just the, the feeling you get when you look out across it is just amazing. It's incredible. Um, right. But so the reason I'm bringing this up is I, I just want to uh, cue everybody in to a, a very cool nonprofit initiative called Parks and Pints. P-A-R-K-S-N, 
P-I-N-T-S. So Parks and Pints, it's combining our love for beer and combining our love for parks. They do a lot of different things to raise money to conserve, educate, and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to encourage everybody to go check them out. Uh, you can buy swag and support their cause and all that kind of stuff. It's at Parks and Pints on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And visit parksandpints.com. And welcome back, everybody, from that short break. So Mike talked about right before our sponsor break here, uh, some about the, the history of Flyaway. And Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? So uh, while we're on side, I asked Ren about this specifically because I, you know, uh, I enjoy the beer. I like what they got going with their theme um, and what they do. And I, and I just wanted a little bit more history. So um, here's Ren talking about the history of, of Flyway Brewing. Sure, yeah. Uh, our three co-founders, Tim Berkeley, Matt Foster, and Jess McMullen chose Little Rock because it is right in the migratory corridor of the Mississippi Flyway. And that's where all the beer names come from, kind of the concept of the tap room and a lot of what we do and what, what we brew. Okay, so Flyway's a pretty cool brewery overall. I like what they got going on. I like the theme, um, the outdoorsiness. I mean, um, you know, you know, some folks may know, um, like that's just part of my life, hunting, fishing, being outside, all that kind of stuff. Right. So it's, yeah, it's got a, an outdoorsman, Mike. Yeah. It's, so it's a soft spot in my heart. Um, so, but the, but the next thing I love besides outside is beer. And I want to know how you can get, or you want to know how, and I want to know how you can get this beer. So um, let's cut to a clip of Ren talking about the distribution of Flyway uh, as far as getting beer out in the great wide open. Yeah, we distribute statewide in Arkansas on draft and as well as in liquor stores. We do have limited distribution in Oklahoma as well. And uh, you can find our six packs as well as some 12 packs out there in market. Okay, so you can also get beer on site, right? So we had a flight. You enjoyed your flight. I enjoyed my sure. flight. Absolutely right. You can get pints there, you know. Um, like I said uh, before, I've had the Peregrine, the, the Lord God, and a few others. Um, you know, I haven't had a beer that I didn't like. Um, the IPAs are not a style I gravitate toward a lot, but even their IPAs were pretty good for me, and you liked them a lot. Um, yes. So anyway, you can get a lot of different beers. So they, you can also get uh, Crowlers. Um, they have cans there. We, we, we took home some beer. Um, I, I had some beer in my beer fridge, uh, for this weekend. Um, you know, we have folks over and hanging out here and there. And, uh, sure enough, somebody picked up one of the, uh, I want to say it was the, uh, IPA. Um, and I was like, Oh, I'd never tried this one before. I'm like, well, now you have, right? So anyway, you can, while you're inside, you can get beer flights, you can get pints, whatever. And then you can walk, walk out with crowlers, cans, and growlers, um, and here's Ren talking a little bit about that. Everything on draft we can do in growlers and you can bring your own or we have ours for sale, 32 and 64 ounce prices, as well as some six pack cans and we can sell kegs as well. Okay. So Ray, you're the foodie of the group, I, I think. I, I am absolutely the foodie. Yeah. You um, like food. I like food, but I think you're here. the foodie. Yeah. So Something to think about here is food is available. And Mike, do you know what pairs with beer? Food. Food. How'd you know? I feel like I may have said that to you a time or 12 or 15. I just think it's, it's a part of who we are. 
It is. So, you know, we've been best friends for over 20 years. Uh, and I'm always the one that brings up, hey, Mike, where are we going to dinner tonight? And that's while we're eating lunch. So, <laughs> and he's sure. only laughing because it's true. Uh, but here at Flyway, they have a full service kitchen available. Right. So something to think about with that, where some breweries allow you to bring outside food in to enjoy on the patio or in the tap room. You can't do that here. If you're hungry, take a look at the menu and find something to pair with whatever beer you are enjoying. I highly encourage that. But you can hear me all you want to. Let's get it right from the source. Here's Ren talking about their food just a little bit. Let's go. Yeah, we have a kitchen on site. We've been featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on Food Network. We're a great family-friendly location. There's fries, nachos, our giant soft pretzels with house-made salts and sauces, and as well as giant sliders. Good options for the kids, as well as some non-alcoholic uh, fountain classic sodas that are pretty unique to us, and a lot of fun choices with Wild Game. Okay, so last time I was there, I had the Buffalo Drummies from their kitchen, and they were really good. Really so good. I, I like stuff that's a little bit hot and they were like, how the hot do you want it? And I was like, oh, you know, I like hot stuff. And they, they made me sweat a little bit to be honest. So that's what beer is for Mike. Right. So that's made so, in heaven. No, what I was going to say is that's like a perfect, <laughs> perfect, uh, Buffalo drumstick. Right. Yes. Um, so anyway, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the food was really good. So I'm, I look, I look forward to going back and trying some of the other stuff on the menu there's a couple other people that had suggested stuff to us while we were there. They raved on and on about, uh, you know, like the sliders and whatnot. Um, so I look forward to going back and trying some other stuff. Absolutely right. So, yeah, I encourage everyone when there's a full service kitchen at a brewery, dude, just get the food while you're there. Um, enjoy that because after a couple of beers, you're probably going to get, you know, uh, a snack attack anyway. So you may as well may as well indulge. Just do it. Enjoy it. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on a road trip anyway. So have some food, have some beer. You know you want to. You know you want it. Flyway Brewing. Absolutely right. That's so, but, you know, when you go to the brewery, no, that's fine. And when you have some some dinner and you have a snack and a few beers, uh, sometimes you need to walk off those, those calories. And there's plenty to do in the area. Right. There is. And uh, I wanted to cut to Ren talking about this. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff to do in Little Rock. We have a zoo as well as the river, so there's lots of sightseeing. Uh, our downtown area is close to Little Rock's downtown area, and there's actually a free trolley you can ride around in a loop. So you can park in North Little Rock, walk around. There's a lot of murals that went up in the last year. That's a great uh, photo opportunity and kind of sightseeing as well as ride over the river on that free trolley and go to the river market in, in Little Rock there. So how, how cool is that stuff, Mike? Like it's pretty legit. You know, it's so the thing I like about it is there's a lot of stuff for people to do, but when you have stuff to do, you're going to take your kiddos down there. And sometimes you might have a, your, your doggo with you or the pupper Reno. Um, right. Very common so, breweries. Yeah. Uh, so we asked Ren also about kids and pets, and this is what she had to say. Absolutely. Uh, we love having the well-behaved children inside. We can't allow dogs inside, but we do have that tent city and our patio are both dog-friendly. and we love, uh, we love all the fur babies. We had a cat sitting up here the other day. All right, and there you have it, guys. So it's very common, again, to, to, to come to Bury with your kiddos and your pets, but be aware of the rules and just follow those, and everybody's going to get along just fine. Right. So, Mike, I've got to take a left turn here at this point. What? And, 
Oh, that was a big left turn right there. Not a right turn. That was definitely a sound effect for a left turn. <laughs> yeah, that's the best I had. Like I'm practicing. <laughs> Who is that guy like in Spaceballs and Police Academy did all the sound effects? Oh, gosh. I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. So, I, mean, I just always thought he was so cool. And I yes. wish I could be that guy. So talented. He's got more talent and like. Uh, yeah, I would say one lip. I don't know if that's correct. Like he's, he's just talented. <laughs> Never mind. Let's carry on. That was my left turn sound effect. Yes. We had, we had a double left turn there, but no, one thing I love about breweries is a lot of times they are, are very passionate about something outside of brewing and they focus their efforts on supporting nonprofits around that passion. Uh, in this case with flyway, uh, it's all about the outdoors and conservation and natural resources. And I right. absolutely love that about this brewery and what they're doing and, and the effort they're putting in. But let's, again, let's cut to rent and let her talk about that in a little more detail. Yeah, we love working with folks like Game & Fish, Arkansas Wildlife Foundation, Ducks Unlimited, Quail Forever. And most people know about our collaboration with Rich & Tone, Duck Calls, and Stuck Art for our flying duck amber lager that we make with them. All right, so Ray... When you think about the beers you had, you're picturing this flight in front of you. You're remembering all the taste, the flavors, the the mouthfeel, the the spirit of the beer. Um, I'm saying all that to get to what was your favorite beer? Yeah, for me, it's an easy one, Mike. It's going to be the Early Bird IPA. The Early Bird, down, I, you know, the Early Bird. Yeah, I was I was wondering if it was going to be that or the Low Flock. Um, so I have to so I have to take another left turn. So. Sure. Um, if, if we're talking about the flight we had in front of us, uh, mine's got to be the Honeybird. I just like the flavor. I like the, the how easy it was to drink. But so they, they do a couple different things. That, and um, we've got Ren talking about their cake series and more. Let's play that real quick. Absolutely. We have an awesome cake series that consists of four beers that come from McMullen Family Recipes. That's one of the co-founders. They are the Red Velvet Cake, the Fruit Cake the carrot cake and the coffee cake and we do those you know seasonally depending on which brew it is and it's a really fun experience getting you know especially that fruitcake one where we get to we reconstitute all these dried fruits with rum uh, and then put them all in the mash and get this really beautiful dark beer that has all this aroma and um, my favorite of those and probably the most popular one is the coffee cake um, so that's a really fun series that we do. Right now the Red Velvet's on, and it's absolutely delicious. A little bit of the citrus comes through from, like, orange zest that was in that family recipe, but it has a really nice, almost silky mouth finish to it that is uh, really, really beautiful. And then we offer some great higher ABV beers, like our Nine Killer and Magdalene Trappel, and people really the Nine Killer is an Imperial IPA, and the Magdalene is a Belgian Trappel, and people really love seeing those on there when, you know, you get a little bit later later in the night or they just want to have one but still find a way to have a good time yeah. and uh, we try to keep a dark beer option on one or two all the time just so that those stout guys and those browns and porter guys are getting uh, getting their options as well so you know overall I think my favorite beer that they have is one I had on a, a flight um, it's a Lord God flight uh, and earlier in the year and so they had last year's Lord God, they have this year's Lord God, and they had like a coffee variant and a um, another variant uh, on the flight. And they were just all so good. So I think Lord God is probably my favorite beer of theirs overall because um, I like bourbon barrel-aged beers and stouts and all that. And 
they were just delicious, man. That's that's the way it is. It was just delicious. The Honeybird's probably my second favorite overall, and I can't wait to try some of that Cake Series beer. Um, while we were there, we asked Ren what her favorite beer as well. Hands down, Peregrine. I could probably tell you exactly which batch it was, but that Pale Ale is by far my favorite. Tim Berkeley brewed at one time, and he had to keep brewing it because it turned out so perfect. It is a really nice hop forward Pale Ale made with citra hops, so it has a really beautiful uh, subtle orange uh, kind of t- tang to it, and it's so drinkable. Just really, really balanced and super clear it's delicious i love it i think thank you tim and so there you have it you got my favorite beer mike's favorite beer and ren's favorite beer so now i want to challenge you to go to flyway try a flight of beers and find out what your favorite beer is going to be right Whoo! That sounds like a great time to me. Like I want to go back and, and try some more beers and see if I get a new favorite, Mike. I, dude, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm down. Um, let's do this again. Yeah, let's do that. So, but you know, we're coming up towards the end of the podcast here, Mike. So another fantastic episode. We had a great time at another awesome brewery, uh, met awesome people, awesome food, and even better beers. And that's just tough to beat. So I want to encourage all of the listeners to this podcast to one, visit the brewery, but before you go, check them out at flywaybrewing.com. Look them up on Instagram and Twitter at Flyway Brewing, or look them up on Facebook at Flyway Brewing Company. Check out their hours. You know, Double check the address before you type it into the GPS. Again, they're at 314 Maple Street in North Little Rock, Arkansas, 72114, and make some plans to go check it out out you know overall we just had a fun time we sat down uh it was like a a german style uh seating style there at the one side of the brewery we had a good time we had some good beers uh we talked to some local folks i I don't know if they're local we talked to some folks in the tap room right and we got some we we talked to them about the beers we talked about the food and they had a lot to say about the food and the beer um, I think we talked more about the food. <laughs> so, but you know, it, everybody was having a good time. Um, everybody was friendly. Ren was a terrific, terrific. I'm getting my merds mixed up. Terrific. 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 Ren was a terrific host. Um, and you know, showed us around the brewery, talked about the beers. Um, the bartenders were very friendly. We went up and talked to them a couple different times and asked them some, a few things about what's going on and, about the beers. Super nice. And I just, dude, I just had a good time. I think it was very, um, you know, we talk about the atmosphere being welcoming and and definitely had that right. On top of that, I just think that they, they generally were like, uh, what's the best. They're just interested to make sure that we were taken care of at, you know, when we were asking about the beer, they were, they told us whatever they could. You know, like, and then, and then the, when we asked about certain beers, like, you want a taste of, you want a little taste of it, you know, and just great I mean, customer I just, service. There was where I was going for, right? I just had a good time and I think it's a cool spot. I like the vibe of the place. And I say that when, you know, about a lot of spaces, I like brewery vibes and, uh, you know, I like for what sure. they got going on. So I think overall, I, I think I speak for both of us. We had a terrific experience and it's definitely worth putting on the list of breweries you have to try before you die. Absolutely right. So with that, I want to thank everybody for checking out another episode of the Arkansas Beercast. 
So be sure to listen to other episodes uh, find and plan another road trip. So, and again, thank you to Flyway Brewery uh, for being awesome hosts and treating us so well. And we know that you, we treat all of your customers the same way as well. And also, uh, thank you to the Arkansas Guild of Brewers for this collaborative endeavor. While you're looking stuff up on the social medias, be sure to look up hashtag DrinkARBeer. And please remember to not drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch y'all on the next episode of the Arkansas Beer Cast. Adios. Cheers. Thank you for joining us on the Arkansas Beer Cast. Be sure to explore more episodes and get your brewery passport stamped as you discover all the breweries of Arkansas. The Arkansas Beer Cast is a collaborative project with the Arkansas Brewers Guild and Craft Beer Bucket List. You can find the Arkansas Brewers Guild at ArkansasBrewersGuild.com and we encourage you to find Craft Beer Bucket List wherever you get your podcasts.